Hello, Knights at the World Table. This is the second part of a two-part episode, so if you have not listened to High Heist Part 1, please go back and listen to that now so I don't have to recap. But just to jog your memory, if you have listened, our heroes have just made their way about halfway through a flying train at which a portal was opened and some of their allies were sucked right through. Let's see what they do now on Knights of the World Table. Let's get in there. See what's going on. You're going to step through? Wait, what's happening? Yeah, we're going in. XX Bloody Heart followed by Lyra just step through the portal following their friends. There doesn't seem to be any other way to reach him, and Gravely is on his own. (laughs) What? There's no other other, uh, way around this. It's just like the whole thing. Doesn't seem like it. It seems like just like the door that opened into this car, but it seems to be some sort of like a portal or something. Mm. Oh. All right, I'll cast Guidance on myself. I'll go in. (laughs) All right, you step through, definitely, much more charismatically than the first few people who stepped in. And all of you, so you step into a a, a scene. Uh, Lyra and XX Bloody Heart are standing there, upright, uh, because they have just passed through. Everybody else is kind of like laying on the ground. And you're in this kind of like shadowy realm. It looks like maybe you're in a cave or something. There's a lot of shadows and fog and kind of like ethereal lighting and kind of like stalactites and columns. And uh, right in front of you, there are two figures. And one big finger figure is uh, has a hold of the smaller figure and is whipping it back and forth, banging it on the ground, much like uh, like Hulk and Loki from <laughs> the Avengers, mm-hmm. just like yep. whap, 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 whap. One of them is definitely dominating the other one. And then they turn, they both look at all of you, specifically one of you, and uh, at the same time, they say, XX Bloody, XX Bloody Heart, is that you? XX Bloody Heart and only you, you recognize both of these figures that are suddenly stopped being held upside down in the hand of the big creature is the Phoenix born monk, Igneous, who uh, assisted in rescuing you from being a coat rack. And holding that figure suddenly frozen is your good, good buddy, the demon Nalfejni, who you met briefly when you were with your other crew and uh, XX Minotaur. Fejni, my man! How <laughs> so is they, it on the other side? They say that together at the same time and then they turn to each other and they both say, How do you, How know, do you know, know XX Bloody Heart? Heart? And is it like the Save Martha moment from Batman v Superman? <laughs> no, please. I hope not. I mean, not. somewhat. It's, X, it's up to XX no, Bloody it's, Heart. This is less stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, hey! Uh, what's going you, on? Do, do you know him? Yeah, he saved me from being a coat rack. Oh, uh, all right. Uh, and he like drops Igneous on the ground. Ow! Igneous gets up and brushes himself off. Uh, what, what are you guys doing what here? What are you doing here? What, what, how are you in the shadow fell? No, we're on a secret mission. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, buddy. You were on the shadow fell right now, and I, I thought I was here alone. Well, we went through some sort of a portal smoky thing, and then, uh, but we were on a series of, of flying carriages uh, that that's going from one area of the realms to another in the the the, the material plane uh, my name's gravely by the way hello 
Uh, oh, uh, nice to meet you. Wait, I've heard of Gravely. You were at uh, a respite and stuff, yeah, right? Y- yes, yes. Wow. Well, I kind of thought you'd be bigger. I kind of thought you were in the army that we defeated. Anyway, I'm very busy here. Yeah, that <laughs> might have been. It's, uh, it's complicated things. And uh, oh, look at that. And uh, actually, right behind them, you see another portal open up. <laughs> oh, jeez. And through that portal, you can see like train cars. Oh, ooh, we need to go through that. Let's go. Uh, nice to meet you, uh, no. uh, uh, fireborn person and, and uh, giant demon person, but we have to go through that. Iggy, you coming with us? Uh, I'm going to. Uh, I, I kind of had a mission here until uh, until your friend here uh, intervened. I was I wasn't doing well. Do you mind? Uh, hey, listen, uh, Nefesh, do you give this guy a break. He's pretty good. <laughs> you, you you vouch for this guy? Yeah, he's tight. All right, give me notes. Right. Hey, don't be a stranger. Come to our realm, man. Come to our place. Sounds good, man. I'm looking forward right, to it. Cool. Yeah, I, 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 no I, I your friend of faith. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Gravely's gonna run so through. Nefesh. I do not like this thing. <laughs> uh, so now, uh, sets Ignis is already set down, but they seem they seem good. Uh, XX Bloody Heart and Nefeshni give a little fist bump, and uh, all of you run through the next portal. And you find yourself, you kind of like tumble through and it looks like you are in the front of the train. Um, So what you're looking at is uh, you're in the front of the train, but there's a closed door behind you. Mm. Doesn't seem like the open door you're at. So it seems like you kind of like skipped ahead a little bit. And what you're seeing in this train car, you can kind of see the windows at the front. There's a pilot up there looking forward, piloting the train. And there's also on either side of this pretty narrow car, there is what looks like two bound air elementals. And there's a mage by each air elemental clearly casting to keep those elementals like they're like kind of like strapped up, um, attached to the walls. Um, and one of them kind of like looks and notices you, but is like focused on like controlling the air elemental. You can't really like go. Uh, we're janitors. My name's Daryl. <laughs> yes, I'm Trini. Um, we're here to clean things. Don't mind us. So we're just we're all here cleaning. You're not supposed to be up here. This is very difficult magic. I can't be focused. If you janitors get to the back, you're probably supposed to be cleaning the crates. I can't stop right Sorry, now. Sorry, we lost our keys. Could you open it up for us? <laughs> <laughs> we were also that, told that uh, we, we should not go in a certain room that has like a special thing or something. One of the guards said that. So uh, 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 should we not go in the next room? Car. No one's allowed in the next car. This requires a lot of concentration. This is very dangerous. Work. No worries. We'll just take care of it. So we go to that next guard. <laughs> the, one, the, the one that he sort of gestured to. Um, so, yeah, in the, in the closed door behind you. There are just two levers on either side. Yeah, no problem. We'll just go straight through, and and uh, we will clean up that other car. There was there was a lot of smoke and whatnot. Yeah. Um. Uh. Go ahead and uh. A uh. Goblin, can you grab that other lever? Uh, yes. Yes, boss. Uh, Daryl, um, you can help. Uh, just one, yes, two, sir. three. <laughs> uh, you pull those levers in sync, and this room, uh, this the door opens up, big metal door, no portals on the side of it. It opens into another car. All right, everybody in, um, cleaning supplies ready, folks. Big Leave clean, no big dust clean unturned. Here. <laughs> Keep the ship safe. <laughs> so you all step through 
uh, into this car. And in the center of this car, there's a big, it's, it's not quite as big as other like portal spheres that you've seen, but kind of like a smaller version of of what you've seen at Respite and Popolona that like has been an activated portal um, that has come through. It's not like activated. It's kind of like a big circle in the middle of things. And on the other side of that portal, looking at you through the hole, like it's not on. So it's just like a ring in the middle of this car. But through that ring on the other side of the car, you can see a construct. Mm -hmm. And the construct has like a controller it's working with and, and manipulating. And it like looks up to you and says, Intruders, you are not allowed here. You are not allowed here. You must go. You must be destroyed. It's, it's This is on the other side of the portal? Yeah, the other side of the car with this kind of like big circular structure in okay. between you it's and it. It's not through the portal. It's just on the other side of where the portal no, is. No, there's no active like portal there. But this looks like one of the things that could be used to create a portal. Right. Mm. Uh, no, we're part of the cleaning crew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's buying an XX. <laughs> Roll deception. Yeah, you never know. With disadvantage. Oh, man. <laughs> disadvantage. I'm glad, I'm glad we didn't uh, roll deception on the last last bunch. <laughs> They're probably a little bit concerned at this point, but the guy wasn't willing to. He deal was also with busy. You. He's distracted. Yeah, <laughs> sixteen, baby. That's with disadvantage. Woo! Ooh, How nice. smart is a construct? <laughs> so the construct like looks at you, and you can see it kind of like computing, analyzing, <laughs> analyzing, and and it says, "Checking manifest." No cleaning crew detected. And uh, this uh, construct that you're looking at uh, uses the remote in front of it to like, it pushes a couple buttons and pulls a lever on it. And another portal opens to your right and there's a strong force into it. Everybody make a dexterity save with disadvantage. 10, 23, 8, 6. Eight. Okay, so everybody but Gravely is immediately no. sucked into this portal. Not a <laughs> it's just Gravely standing there. Uh, let's Join us. Take it from there. Everybody else pause for just a second. Uh, Gravely, what's your reaction to that? Uh, uh, you're you're being like very strongly pulled towards this portal, but you're able to like grab. You like get stuck to it and do the thing where you're like just able to grab onto something on the side before you get pulled in there's various kind of like mechanical magical looking kind of devices throughout this room and you're able to just kind of like grab onto something and hold on does to this it. portal uh, this little switch thing that they're controlling look like this mm -hmm. is what activated those the things that just came up the portals yeah it definitely looks like it turned on those portals all um, right you don't see another key ring or other things around it noticeably i mean you also what limited knowledge you have of constructs like they can have all sorts of things stored internally but you don't see anything of like objects on oh it oh my goodness and and they just got sucked into the portals on the side there was only one portal oh, okay. to your right and all the rest of them got immediately sucked all right away. uh so you have we'll say one action before something happens so take a kind of like six second action re response to this. i'm going to use a bonus action to cast hunter's mark on the construct and right. i'm going to shoot it all right so take a shot with you can take your regular like two shots with disadvantage because you're still being like pulled. Yeah, I'm kind of bracing into myself this against a, a bent back wall. Um, yeah. kind of leaning and 
It's going to pull on your arrows a little bit too, but you can kind of like try uh, to adjusting for twenty percent wind wind pattern. Um, all right, okay, sixteen and twenty-five. Uh, one will hit. Roll damage for the twenty-five. Eleven piercing. Uh, with uh lightning. All right, you hit it with a lightning arrow. Sparky what do you say? time. <laughs> <laughs> You hit it and you see it kind of like momentarily like get like uh, disrupted a little bit by that. And uh, let's cut to the rest of you. Uh, You uh, immediately popped out another portal and you are still in the train car, but you are suddenly looking up amongst uh, like a maze of objects and things. You look up and you're seeing like a giant, massive ring shaped that looks much like the portal that your circle thing that you were looking at before. And then you kind of look around and you see a giant gravely (laughs) and you realize you are still in the room, but you have like come back in the other side through a very tiny portal. Oh, no. (laughs) Guys, are we small? Are we small now? All right, we have rolled initiative, and some of you will be part of a surprise round. Uh, Gravely, you actually hear from Jarek, and Jarek says, okay, Gravely, uh, I heard you through the cat. I heard you trying to reach Bartleby, and I reached out to him through the uh, the symbol. So what uh, he said now is not if, a there's good talk, six, Jarek. <laughs> if there's five, uh, it's, there's like there's 100,000 combinations. Jarek, so if you have, Jarek, what? we're fighting yeah. a giant robot, yeah. a construct. A what? We're fighting a construct right now, and I, everyone else went through a portal. I don't know where they are. I'm alone in the room. What? Uh, oh, okay. Hang Do on. something L- with this cat. The, let me let me look through the cat. Why are you giant? What is going on? <laughs> the cat. And uh, that's about all you get from his uh, turn. And uh, we'll see what Derek's able to do from the outside. And we go back to initiative. First up is Xander. Tiny Xander, you are about six inches tall on the other side of this uh, cart from where you got pulled into the portal, which at this point they close up. So there's not a big portal and a little portal there. Gravely has not noticed the small portal. Um, the construct is kind of regular humanoid size to gravely and is on the other side of this big circular open portal structure that doesn't have anything in it currently. There's not like an active portal in it, but you're kind of looking at him through basically this big circle. But Tiny Xander, you are up first. What do you want to do? Okay, so I'm a spellcaster, as you know. Yes. If I cast a spell, do, is it do I cast a normal size spell or a mini mm. spell? Like, uh, is the spell scaled to my size? Does or... the spell match the man is the mm, question. It's kind there's, of a, yeah. There's no possible way to know that, Xander. How can we figure okay. that out? All right. I'm going to cast Mage Hand. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to get in the hand. <laughs> I'm going to assume it's a full-sized hand. I'm going to magic carpet with the Mage Hand. And it's going to lift me up into the air. Uh, and it's gonna, it like it. It's kind of has its fingers curled around me, so like I'm safe. I'm not gonna fall because <laughs> I control the hand. So okay, that's it. That's all I want to do. I just want to levitate and get on my floating magic hand. I'm gonna have you roll Arcana for your ability to make this work as much as you want to, because okay. it's brilliant. I don't think technically a mage hand could do that in like regular life, but I want it to. Sixteen. Uh, you cast Mage Hand. It is indeed. It actually what happens is like it appears as a little tiny hand proportionate to you, and then you kind of like really focus on it and use your Arcana lore, and it like 
gets bigger. I think it needs to be the. And you're able to kind of like. (laughs) You're able to kind of gingerly step up on it. You think that might work? All right. uh, So you're standing on it, and you want to move that. So Mage Hand moves a certain amount per. Yes. Turn that you can move as what? Like a bonus action? What's the deal with Mage Hand? Yeah. So I think once per round, I can move it up to thirty feet. It doesn't specifically say whether that's the case in my first round or not. We'll definitely let you use it on your first round. So I'm just going to have it raise me like... I'm just checking on if it's like your bonus action or whatever. You can use your action to control the hand. You can use a hand to manipulate an object, which in this case is you. Sure. I will be manipulated. The hand can't attack, activate magical items, or carry more than 10 pounds. I'm much less than 10 pounds. I feel like it works. I'm extremely petite. <laughs> I'm only six inches tall. I'm svelte. <laughs> I'm svelte. Uh, how how tall is the con? I want to move like five or ten feet in the air. How tall is the construct? If I can get over his reach, I want to do that. It is. I mean, the construct is roughly six feet tall. Okay. The train car is probably not bigger than ten feet tall. So you don't have that much clearance to get away mm. from it. Also, from um. We described there's a lot of kind of like junk and stuff around, yeah. which is spread around. And so from like tiny person standpoint, um, all of you are looking are kind of like in a little bit of a maze. There's certain mm-hmm. places to seek cover and stuff, but also things you'd have to kind of like run around to maneuver places you could hide all sorts of stuff. Um, but uh, if you're flying around in a mage hand, just, you got a lot of options. I'll just fly up five feet and just chill there and like I'll observe my surroundings next turn. Okay. So that's that's it. Reasonable. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Mage and cast. Next up is XX Buddy Heart. Okay. Uh, <laughs> where? How do, do I you want visualize? To sit on my giant hands? Yeah. Hey, come back and get me. <laughs> like, could I reach this construct thing if I started running towards it? All right. Let's do some math. I would say you are maybe four miles. <laughs> I would say your portal opened maybe 10 feet from it. Uh, if you're roughly six inches tall, you're like 30 feet is probably five, you know, five like real feet in this situation. So 30 feet of movement would be about halfway. You could dash with double 30 feet. of. I don't know what your actual movement is, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if your movement was 30 feet and you dashed, that would cover all the way, you know, having to leap over some items and dodge around some stuff. But we'll say that's about the math distance for the little. All right. I'd like to do that. What is your regular 30 feet? So. All right. So, yeah, you can dash Get to the foot up to it. Uh, That would be on the ground or on the table. You could get to the foot, basically. Yeah, you'd kind of have to, like, the, like, portal is up on a little bit of a pedestal, so you kind of have to, like, scurry up there, <laughs> run either through it or, like, around the side of it. But, like, all in all, you can get to its giant foot. That would be, rogue-wise, that means you would either dash as your action or your cunning action. You can dash as cunning action and still have an action there, or vice versa, if you want to just hide or something. Uh, I want to jump on that foot, so if I could use it for more movement and combination, I got I got a plansies. So I'm going to get to that foot and keep climbing up, climb up that foot. All right. So we'll say you dash as cunning action. Mm-hmm. So you have an action left to like jump, scramble, jump, scramble, climb on up. Yes. 
work your yeah, way up there, exactly. stab some daggers into the leather of a no, boot, but it not, doesn't even not, go through. Not, yet. not as an attack, yeah, just like yet. as a little bit of brace. You're, you're just barely scuffing up the boot, and you are upon the foot of this construct. Excellent. End of my turn. Who is... Uh, next up is the construct, who looks at gravely and says, Contract says, you shall not defeat Vukdi do too. What? What? Hello, Knights of the World Table, and thanks for listening to the second part of our High Heist adventure. I know this is early for announcements, but there wasn't really a good breaking point, so here we are. Uh, we'll keep it short. Thanks always to everybody that helps out, everybody that listens and tells your friends and downloads and leaves us reviews. Please keep doing that. Uh, we appreciate you. We love you, and thanks for coming along with us on this journey. Thanks to Chris for all the art at Dungeon Heads. Thanks to Weston for all the music at Arcane Anthems. And uh, hope you're doing well and taking care of yourself. The episode after this will be a episode zero kind of check-in preparatory episode for season six. And then the episode after that will be season six, episode one. So I'll see you there. Now go out and make life an adventure. Activates an oh, incinerating beam. What? Incinerating beam? Is that what you said? Mm, yeah. Oh, crap, that would any of us uh... know who Whoop de Doo was? Jeff was. I was I was hard. Massimo. You're Massimo. You were DM. I was I was Salia. Dang it. Oh, Just Jarek, right? Know who no. It was. Okay. Oh yeah, you could ask Jarek. <laughs> <It, laughs> hey, who's Whoop de Doo too? <laughs> it doesn't it it sounds constructy, that name. But also, Voop-de-Doo is a big enough name, and also you've been around some knights that have researched it. They're like, it's reasonable you might kind of recognize Voop-de-Doo as a kind of a character from lore, but that's not really top of your mind. Uh. <laughs> it's kind of a tidbit <laughs> that this construct called himself Voop-de-Doo too. And um, so construct, now colossal construct will... Yeah, so incinerating beam is just going to blast forward at gravely which i feel like on the other side of the cart wouldn't even necessarily catch any of the little people so make a dexterity saving throw gravely that is going to be a 23 Ooh, nice uh you will save uh and only take half damage so you're kind of able to dodge out of this massive radiant beam that this construct shoots out oh my goodness Blah! And you'll, but you'll still take fifteen radiant damage. Yikes. Singes you as it goes past. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, that will be Construct's turn for now, and that taking brings us to Tiburon. Uh, how close are we to Gravely? Closer to Gravely, probably about like half of that distance. So, like five feet away from Gravely, which is thirty feet of tiny person movement. Got it. And um, Gra- Gravely still doesn't know that we're tiny, right? Has not yet noticed. You just hear. I don't know where my friends are. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, I'm going to run over to Gravely's foot and um, probably hit his boot or whatever, but just try and get his attention. (laughs) Gravely! Gravely! All right. Is there a skill you can roll for trying to be big? We'll just do that and Gravely make a perception roll to see if you pick that up. Perception? Yeah. Well, not that good. (laughs) 
<laughs> natural one. <laughs> I didn't notice you at all. I'm like, ah, this thing just shot a big radiant beam at me. <laughs> yeah, very distracted by the radiant beam and suddenly being one on one on this thing. In fact, potentially, like as you're heading over, like you're probably like running towards Gravely when the radiant beam like <laughs> shoots in front of you, like a like a freight train just passed in front of you. You have to like wait for he dives out, then you keep going Frogger style, and you're not able to get his attention with a uh, Hey Gravely. Do you want to do anything else? Uh, what, what kind of boots is he wearing? Oh, my boots are they're, they're standard issue uh, Ranger uh, Dread X boot. Um, it's it's actually they're a nice leather, uh, kind of a blackish brown, uh, with a nice patina, and um, they have a, a a thick insole that's good for multi mile trekking and ranging. Great! Uh, I'm gonna smash one of his toes through the, the <laughs> double handed Hulk smash down. Wreck it. All right, make an attack on Gravely's toe. Is a 16 going to do it? Uh, yes. <laughs> yes, it will, actually. Oh, nice. Don't you have, like, three attacks as a level 10 fighter? <laughs> uh, I think just two currently. Oh, but, two. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, so the attack will do one point of damage on Gravely's toe, but is also enough for you to look down and notice. Ow! You just attack your toe. Hey! Ow! What the? What? Tiny Tiburon is on your foot. Why are you so small? We're all small. What? Where's everybody else? I just gesture around. <laughs> I'm kind of like looking at the ground, like looking up and looking at the ground, looking at the construct and trying to find them. Like uh. You probably can spot Xander floating on a mage hand looking around what? and probably kind of like the mass of the other people near where they uh, came out of the portal. Probably not XX Bloody Heart on the foot of the mm. construct. Okay. Oh, no. The, the last thing I do is just try and indicate to Gravely to like pick me up from the ground. Okay. <laughs> it's exactly what my toddler does. All right. Um, that'll take us to Gravely's turn. Okay. Uh, all right. Can I pick up Tibra? Uh, yeah. Is that my action? No, just some movement. Okay. What do you want to do with him? Uh, it depends on what you do with him, really. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I, I will put him on my shoulder. So mm-hmm. he's right there. And I'm like, uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how to get you guys back to regular size. Uh, what, uh, can you remind me just uh, so when we came in, the construct did something to create this portal. There's like a physical, like kind of concrete circle portal there, but that hasn't really been. That seems to be something that's being transported, but it hasn't been activated at all. The construct has like a remote control thing that he pushed some buttons on and that seemed to activate oh, okay. the portal, which then turned off. Okay. And we saw that. Okay. Yeah. I, okay. Uh, I, I I'm going to, I'm going to do a Hawkeye Ant-Man civil war move and, <laughs> and pull out yeah. my arrow. And I'm going to say, grab onto this arrow, Tiburon. <laughs> and Tiburon I'm just grabs tight. pop him onto the arrow and shoot him at kind of to the, to the immediate left of this remote on the construct, trying to get him like not damaging it, but like close enough where he might be able to get on it. Okay. Roll an attack for arrow accuracy. Yes. Do you want to hit the con? Do you want to not damage the construct with this? Or do you mind if the arrow I don't mind if it damages the construct. the construct. I want to get you it just close to, to the, the remote. remote, close to the remote. 
Okay. Not hitting. So if, is the remote like in its hand or on, on his arm? Or? Yeah. It's it's currently holding. The it's holding the remote. Okay. So I'm, I'm going to aim for its arm, like wrist near the near the remote. Tibron, you're going to be making a deck save to hang on to an arrow that's being fired with you on it. Oh, boy. All right. Hang on to the fletching. Uh, all right. 13 plus 11, which would be 24. Okay. Um, that'll put the arrow pretty much where you are aiming, and you can roll damage for that. How are we doing on a duck safe to hold on to the arrow? 14. Ooh. All right. It's a harrowing ride, <laughs> but you're able to like ride the arrow into like the forearm of this construct where it sticks, which just kind of like throw you off of the arrow, but you're able to kind of like grab onto some gears and crevices and kind of stay relatively near where you are attempting to get with that. Uh, it's 13 piercing okay. damage. And okay. then uh, I'll make my second attack. So what I'm going to okay. do in terms of gravely being big and construct and other people being small is I'm going to when I consider this construct giant but multiply gravely's damage. So we're going to count that as like Four times damage. What would that be? 49. 52 damage wow, from that. Okay. <laughs> 52 damage on the equivalent of of a giant. Uh, what else you got? Second attack is going to be uh, 23. Hit. Uh, 10 piercing damage. All right. Two good arrows. Oh, and this one, this one I, I yell, uh, Sparky time! And then it goes <laughs> electrical uh, lightning damage. All right, so you hit it, uh, does uh, damage, and uh, you can see the electricity kind of like course through it a little bit and maybe short circuit, not the whole thing, but you can tell that it's maybe messing a little bit with its circuitry. Okay, bonus action. Uh, oh, crap, I should have done that. Damn it. <laughs> I should have cast Hunter's Mark. I for totally forgot. I haven't played this character in so long. Um, okay, I'm going to do a clericy thing. Um, hmm. I'm going to cast a shield of faith on Tiburon, tiny Tiburon as a bonus action and a tiny shimmering field around goes around Tiburon in a sort of a green shimmer for, for nature. And it, uh, you have plus two to your AC. Nice. And that in Tiburon. Thank you. And that will bring us next to branch. Tiny branch. Twig. Uh, branch is going to conjure an elemental. Uh, I'm going to conjure uh, fire elemental. Now, uh, I believe that Branch saw a full-sized mage hand, and so he's going to expect it to be a full-sized fire elemental. Whether or not it is, is totally up to you. It's like the, that's his in his mind. That's what's going to happen. All right, do that and roll an Arcana check. All right, Arcana eight. <laughs> mm. All right, so you summon up that elemental. <laughs> And again, it starts regular size and you expect it to like giant up as into a regular elemental size. And it kind of like goes and just stays as a tiny elemental. Hey, why did you not grow in uh, front of you? <laughs> all right, uh, go. Uh, you see the big, the big giant metal thing uh, go into it and attack it. So it's going to enter its space at which point in time and, and like try to touch 
the it's just got a hot foot the the, the <laughs> construct yeah we'll go after foot uh and the first time that happens when i enter that creature's space the creature takes uh 1d10 of fire damage and says that they also catch fire okay so look at the range of conjure elemental how far it can be from you when you summon it and then the range of the elementals move 90 feet so a 12th of that uh I assume gets me across the train car. Mm-hmm. And then it has fi- does 90 feet of the distance of the spell. Yeah. And then it has, okay. and then it has 50 feet of movement. Okay. So it can definitely get there. So it's supposed to do one D 10 fire damage and light the object on fire is what you said. What it says. Okay. So I rolled a seven uh, for that and then it'll actually attack. Okay, so it'll take the seven fire damage. It will like light on fire, but not be especially flammable. So that's not doing too much currently. And then it attacks. Go yep. ahead and go ahead and tell us about that. Okay, so it's gonna do uh, it's just a touch attack, but it's uh, fire damage, and it gets to do two of these. So and it's the same thing, it goes on fire. Oh, and it's it's gonna continue to take fire damage until until it takes an action to douse the fire. It says. Unless it didn't catch fire. Okay. Uh, but that's up to you. All right. So the first attack will be. I think where in the range of the element, it can be kind of like burning yeah. as, as soon so right as there, long it's as it's on fire. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, roll to attack. That's a nat 20. Woo! Yeah. Whoa. Damn. Oh, Damn. no. Oh, that's good. <laughs> all right. So rolling all these dice, that is a 18 fire damage. Oh, yeah. So 18 fire damage. I'm going to say also this is the same, pretty much the same foot that like the fire elemental retraced XX bloody hearts. Sure. Steps. So XX bloody heart, you've just climbed up a little bit on this boot. And now like below you, there's a fire. You're definitely feeling the heat (laughs) rising and the like critical hit from fire damage is a little bit concerning from where you're at. (laughs) The heck's going? What? Not cool. All right. And then for a second attack, uh, 21 to hit. That will miss. Wow. Okay. Uh, and then uh, Branch is going to try to hide somewhere. <laughs> Just not be visible. Uh, you can definitely do that. You can take cover from where you are. You're pretty far away from it. Your fire damage, your fire elemental is right up in the action. And that will bring us to Lyra. Okay. I would like to introduce this construct to my friend Eldritch Blast. <laughs> I'll blast him. I love that. <laughs> I was going to use my bow and arrow, but then I figured my bow and arrow is probably tiny like me. It probably wouldn't do anything. That's true. Not as effective. More likely Eldritch Blast will do regular Eldritch Blastiness. So I believe you get your level 10. Eldritch Mm -hmm. Blast will scale to level 10. So I think you get get at least two blasts, maybe three. Three at level 11, so you get two. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you've got two. D10 force blast attack. So roll that attack and then roll another one. 22. And you can roll another. 19. And 19. Uh, 22 hits, 19 misses. And roll a D10 for that hit. Ooh. 11. All right, 11 force damage hits this construct, which is definitely, I would say the fire on its foot probably alerts the construct to like, what is going on? Because it didn't seem to immediately attune to the fact that there was little people in, in the in the area. But the fire and the Eldritch Blast is definitely alerting it to, oh, they're here. Um, 
Is there any particular part of it that you want to aim the Eldritch Blast at? Uh, it's face. All right. Eldritch Blast to the face. Bam, right in the nose. Knocks it back a little bit. Yeah. Puts a kink in its neck. Uh, anything else on your turn? No. Bonus actions or anything? I pet Draggy, and I give him a little scratch behind the ears. Then that's it. Nice. Draggy is in there, is small with you. Um, Draggy actually gets an initiative roll, but I would like to just keep Draggy on your turn. So if you want Draggy to perform a help action or anything like that, you can use Draggy's assistance to give advantage to somebody or to to distract something. Um, Do you know Hex? You probably know Hex. I think you do, actually. I don't think I do. So you don't know Hex? All right. You don't know Hex. All right. Then next up is uh, Jarek, because Mr. Whiskers the cat is there, but tiny. Um, and uh, Jarek's looking through Mr. Whiskers' like eyes and probably near... Who's back there still? Lyra, Xander is floating. Everybody's kind of spread out. Jarek will just kind of like keep in contact with Gravely, because that's who he's talking to, and say, like, okay, I think I can do something... Uh, I'm gonna uh, hang on. I think I can help you out a little bit, uh, Joe. I'm gonna need I'm gonna need some support. And he's sort of like zips out from. You don't hear Derek anymore, but then all of you sort of sense a little bit of uh, a little bit of a boost, a little bit of a spring in your step because Derek is managing to extend his paladin aura that bo- boosts saving throws to be extended out of his cat which seems to be reaching all of you as opposed to reaching tiny size aura, which means all saving throws you'll be able to add five points to. That's that same paladin aura that uh, Milbin was constantly reminding us of. So that will aid you in any saving throws as long as the cat exists because it is a familiar with like one or two hit points and it might not, it might not make it, but that's happening from the cat. Um, actually something actually, before we go back to the top of the order, uh, everybody go and make a deck save with your plus five bonus from the aura cat will make a deck save too. This could happen. This could be a real short bonus. 28, 23, nine, 24. A lot of deck saves and some not as good. All right. So everybody that was under a 15, um, take 1d10 damage as little kind of like turrets open up out of the side and what? kind of like zero in on each person and fire out some sort of a blast. Seven. So all of these turrets like pop out of the wall and like target each one of you specifically kind of like zero in on the movement blast out. Some of you are able to jump out of the way. Many of you are able to jump out of the way. A few of you are hit, take that force damage. And then the turrets kind of like uh, retract into the wall and little like panels slides back over them. And that will bring us back to Xander. Uh, So I'm going to, I'm sitting in my hand. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm just going to fly it around him. Like I'm going to like fly it around his head to try to get him like spun up. Okay, I'm going to allow your hand movement to kind of just be your movement. So you've got that operating the hand and you can uh, still take actions normally if you want to cast a spell or something. Uh, I you can do that. You're like buzzing him around him like a fly. He's certainly like <laughs> watching you, maybe taking a swipe at you. Um, uh, what do you want to do? I will cast message uh, <laughs> at the okay. construct. Do you have any attack spells, Xander? No, I don't don't have a single attack spell, and most of my attacks, or most of my spells wouldn't do anything on a construct, so I'm pretty short on options. So I'm going to send a message at him and just say, hey, 
you suck. <laughs> and just keep buzzing around him, just trying to like get him distracted and wound up. All right, make an intimidation roll. Smart, smart. A frustration roll. Twenty-five. Ooh, yeah. quite intimidating. <laughs> He's definitely watching you, and actually, his like construct head like spins around like an owl, and, like circles you all the way. Like, how dare you get out of my? You are not supposed to be here. Booty doo two will not be defeated. Uh, definitely distracted. Definitely eyes off of the prize as like he has to. It has to. His head has to turn around to keep eyes on Xander. That might aid some things throughout this turn. It's now XX turn. XX turn. XX. You are on his foot. Time to keep climbing. We're gonna climb, climb, climb. Okay. What's your maximum climb movement? You think? Uh, like Is, Do you want to tell us where you're aiming? Um, somewhere in the core. All right. I feel like you can get up to a, like belt height. With that amount of climbing. Hmm. Should I make a detour and slow him down? No, that or no. Okay, we'll keep going. We'll keep heading for the for the middle, the very middle of them. Okay. <laughs> Some of you are vaguely aware that you may or may not catch a glimpse of little XX Bloody Heart climbing the construct. And, and like, Would- remind me, like, what is it like made out of? It looks metalish, metal rivets, and 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 you've seen a few things seems like there's probably gears in there kind of robot type of stuff all right is there like is there any like little like cracks or crevices that i could like slip inside can i go inside this little guy now that i'm kind of up near the middle section probably not like six inch wide like you could just kind of like stroll on in but there's definitely places where you could like reach into or jam something into or mess with if you're on the on the keeping an eye out for that sort of thing Certainly, right. like where you are at at the at the um, at the kind of like belt area where it would need to kind of like move along with the core. There's probably kind of like an accordion kind of situation of like plates over plates that have to slide around when it. When it okay, moves. then I, I want to wait. I want to like wait, <laughs> wait for wait for the perfect time. Try and get in there when it opens up. When he you know does a. <laughs> Some sort of lateral thing. We're getting in the side. We're getting inside. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. All right. Well, I think you used all your movement to get up okay. to that level. So we'll we'll keep an eye on that. That's that's the opportunity that you're looking for. Yeah. Um, and that brings us to construct again. Oh, it takes three more fire damage at the top of its turn from my tiny elemental. Burn. Nickel and diamond to death. All right. So on its turn, it's going to take three separate actions. So it is going to, uh, it definitely noticed getting hit by an arrow that Tiburon got unloaded on it. So once it's it's going to swat at Tiburon, uh, that's going to be a 27 to hit Tiburon. (laughs) I imagine that hits you. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to get pretty hard, like kind of a bug being <laughs> kind of a mosquito style, more or less. Uh, so you're going to take 23 damage from it, just like slamming on to you. You're able to survive that, certainly. Um, but it's also going to uh, attempt to stomp the fire elemental. The one that's on its foot? Yes. The fire elemental was on its foot. It went up and touched it. Oh, okay. So I'm imagining Fire Elemental is like still on the ground, not climbing. That it. is fair. So make a dexterity saving throw for that Fire Elemental. That would be a... a 
I assume the fire elemental does not have the plus five from Jarek. It would be an ally, so yeah, it can. The 19. The cat knows it's on its hand. Still going to fail. Fire elemental is going to take 33 bludgeoning damage and fall prone. Okay. I'm going to say that stomp also puts out the fire for what it's worth. Yeah, it used the foot that it was on fire to step on him, like went out in, yeah. the, in the wind. That makes sense. Um, and so what else? Where is everybody? So it's also going to take a swipe at Xander in his magical hand carve. Oh, that was a crit. It rolled. No. Oh. A crit okay. fail. Uh, no, it was a crit attack uh, to swipe Xander out of the si- out of the sky. So it's two arms are working in tandem. It actually swings the hand that has the remote control at Xander. So actually, Tiburon, go ahead and make a deck save to stay in position there and xander you're gonna take uh 21 damage and probably go flying so maybe xander make a dexterity save to stay aboard your mage hand to ruin how's your deck save a 10 Ooh. oh no <laughs> let's see how it happens to xander uh 15 uh so i would say it hits you xander and you go flying no. But you're able to like move the mage hand kind of with you. So it's able, you like launch, but then the mage hand's able to go and kind of catch you. And yeah. I'll say, Tiburon, you're dislodged by this, but you're on kind of the same trajectory. So uh, I'm just going to say Xander's able to like catch you on the way, and the mage hand kind of like scoops you both up. So now you're both on the mage hand feeling pretty injured because you just got <laughs> walloped by this giant but uh still aloft nice. uh and that's the contract's turn that brings us to tiburon okay well i had a plan uh <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly not gonna work how how far away are we from the remote control now well you were real close for a second because <laughs> he hit xander with it but um i mean its hand goes back down you're probably like five feet away okay through the air. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess it's it's going to be a, a strange to try and take a leap. Uh, can, can, can Xander's mage hand do anything during my turn? Or would I have to wait until his turn? I think you can probably hold your action if you want to try to kind of mm. team up okay. on his turn. So I'm going to hold my work. action. I'm just going to clasp Xander's shoulder and point at the remote. Get me there. All right. Doesn't seem like he can do anything else. So <laughs> Xander, Xander being your transport might work out well. Uh, <laughs> Gravely, giant Gravely, Gravely the large. <laughs> what will you do? I've never been Gravely the large. That doesn't make sense <laughs> quite at all. Um, all right. Um, so I know my friends are on this thing. Uh, yeah. I see. I saw the swatting of Xander and. Tiburon, I'm like, no! Oh, gosh! That's that's our plan! Um, uh, yeah, for sure. I'd say kind of like deducing people's movements, you've probably figured out approximately where everybody is, except for XX Bloody Heart, who being so, so sneaky. Don't know where he You're is. not sure what he's up to, but you saw Lyra's Eldritch Blast, you saw a Fire Elemental. You don't really know where Branch is, but you figure the Fire Elemental is probably him, so you have a pretty good read on everybody. Oh, okay, that's the... Not necessarily there. XX, wherever you are, do something! Uh... uh... <laughs> I'm going to attack with my longbow and I'm going to use sharpshooter, which is a feat. So um, before I make an attack with a range weapon that I'm proficient with, I can choose to take a negative five penalty to the attack. But if it hits, I can add plus 10 to the damage. 
Okay. Sharpshooter. It's a risk. Uh, 20. Miss. Ah. Oh, well, it'd be 15 with the negative five, so so definitely mm. not. Okay. Um, all right, that's my first shot, and here's the second shot. Come on. Oh, that's much better. Um, 27 minus 5. 22? Hit. Yes! Okay. Uh, cool, cool, cool. All right. So that's 22 piercing damage. Spocky time! That's that's with the plus 10? That's with the plus 10. Nice. 12 right. plus 10 um, plus electrical. Going to multiply the effect of that and electrical surges go through it again. Which will say, do not manage to not electrocute XX Bloody Heart, although that's a risk, un- unbeknownst to you. Uh, cool. Anything else? Uh, serpentine. I'm just going to use my movement to like <laughs> move back and forth. It's like, ah, you can't hit dodge, me. Dodge, dodge. <laughs> Good. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I was going to say, like, it's going to, it's been targeting it. First round, it definitely targeted gravely because you were the only thing you can see. Now you have a sense that like you're not necessarily the sole target. I'm going to say a little bit able to move around. I'm going to say to Jarek on comms, I'm going to be like, Jarek, this voop, voop, to, voop to do to uh, robot is uh, ro- construct is, is d- attacking us. I'm sorry, voop de do to like what it calls itself. Like, it says, voop. is it? Is it a mind flare? It's like a a mind flare. No, it's a yeah, like a dwarf mind flare. This uh, we could talk about it later. Uh, I hope it's not. It's not. It's not the same one I met. Uh, okay, I'll do what I can out here. It's getting a little hairy. Moving on to branch. All right, branch is gonna yell at the elemental and jump on his foot and uh, burn him more. So the elemental, I guess, will stand up uh, and then try to jump on its foot. And all right, so it can. Scramble up there, and what's its damage or attack? 15 and a 17. Those will miss. But he will light on fire, so he takes another three fire damage. That's like kind of like a fire elemental aura kind mm-hmm. of thing? You just like, Okay, so. He touches you, and you light on fire. Burning his foot again. Yep. Not helpful. And then uh, Branch uh, will stay hidden. <laughs> I have nothing else I can do right now. Or do you need like part of your turn to control the fire elemental, or no. are you able to? You just just go and chill. Yeah, <laughs> there's nothing you can do. You turn all in. of. Did you use all your forms? No, I have one left. Dropping a guy off. Dropping a guy. I off have one left, the, but uh, I don't think it's going to do me much good right now. So instead, right. I'd rather uh, be able to continue to use my spells if I inevitably get hit and lose concentration. That makes sense. That'll bring us to Lyra. I'm going to cast minor illusion. And I'm going to create a female boop de doo too with long eyelashes and a hat with a daisy in it and a little polka dot skirt. And she's going to stand in the corner and go, over here, Mr. boop de boo it's me. Okay, so. I like your, your arms and your face. <laughs> With minor illusion, there's like tears of illusion magic. Minor illusion's only going to give you kind of an image you can create. It can't really move and it doesn't make noise. Those are higher level. <laughs> and I think it's things. only like five feet tall. Or, uh, it's I think not, it's, it's a five foot Like five by five by five. So you can create that image. It wouldn't be able to <laughs> flirt actively. <laughs> You could you make that what? noise. You could like so try to flirt through it. Uh, you're probably not super loud 
or it's possible you have other kind of illusion spells. <laughs> I think that just makes there. her more mysterious. I mm-hmm. think he'll fall for it. Just kind of coyly. Just coy. Oh, that. I'm going to give her a fan. Like okay. A- like partially covering the face. Yeah. Be a little like mysterious. All right. Yeah. And you can kind of like try to project the woohoo yourself through okay. it. Okay. Um, I'm projecting. Woohoo. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and your goal for this is, is what? Is for him to go, oh, boing, and like <laughs> hubba, trip hubba. over himself and get all distracted. Oh, oh, ooga. So you're going to roll performance for this, which is a charisma skill. So it's going to be a d20 plus your charisma. And if you have uh, proficiency in performance, it's a little bit more. Okay. D20. Okay, 15. So 15 on the flirtatious image of a construct definitely captures his attention as one more of very many complicating factors. (laughs) Uh, He's not fully smitten by the very convincing uh, woohoo image, but you may or may not have done some done some effect to this situation (laughs) anything else you want to do on your turn that was your action you could if you could do anything on a bonus action you could do that um no lyra and xander as a team not necessarily uh heavy hitters so much as creative problem solvers aren't you guys glad we're here (laughs) always (laughs) just you wait so great I'm climbing someone. <laughs> <laughs> Brings us to Cat's turn. Cat's going to kind of bound towards Voop de doo, jump in left and right. Uh, Mr. Whiskers, Jarek's kind of like operating Mr. Whiskers, trying to figure out something <laughs> to be able to do. So Mr. Whiskers actually bounds towards Gravely and kind of like. Rubs up the bo- rubs up against the bottom of your foot the way cats will brush against somebody uh, uh, affectionately. Uh, but through that is able to cast cure wounds, which oh. is a touch spell. Oh, thank you. Um, so you will take fourteen. You will heal fourteen points oh, for that. Thank you very much, Mister uh, Jerk Scat. Who is like way smaller than six inches? Very small. You're like careful not to step on it and ruin the aura. Uh, and that will bring us back to uh, top of the order, Xander, who is uh, teaming up with Tiburon. So this will be a Xander Tiburon turn. Uh, all right, Tib, what do you what do you need me to do? We zipping this thing around? Yeah, we got to get to the remote. We'll use that. We'll make ourselves big again. All right, come on, hold on tight. I hold on to his waist. I can show you the world. Okay, <laughs> uh, we we zoom over to Wait, the remote. Did you just say yeah. I can show you the world? <laughs> As in Aladdin. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I want to make sure that I got, I got a proper credit. Make, make sure that's in there. Yeah. Uh, so, okay, we zoom over to the remote. Is it there's like a is there a big red button on the remote? Uh, no, there's a lot of buttons on the remote, mm-hmm. and they're not like labeled with words, but they have some symbols on them. If you want to kind of, I'd say maybe each of you could make an intelligence or wisdom roll to see what you can determine. Nine. Mm. 18. All right. A lot of buttons, different colors, different shapes. It's going to take. And and like with the knowledge that this thing seems to operate portals, definitely a sense that you might like 
invert a universe or something. If you push the wrong buttons, it could be pretty bad. But Tiburon, you notice one button kind of in the corner has the kind of like a loopy arrow thing on a remote that means like go back. And that's your best guess that like maybe that would like undo a previous action because all you need to do is reverse what it did most recently. That might be a shot. Got it. And there's no like star 69 on the remote, right? Like this is our best shot. Not that you can tell. No. Okay. I just pointed out to Xander. There. Do you want me to do anything with it? Use the hand, Xander. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. The hand, it's going to just kind of grip around us sort of uh, like thumb to fingers, but with its pointer finger out. So we're still sitting in the hand and then it's going to go boop. (laughs) okay um all right because uh the construct is watching this happen slightly distracted by the minor image of lyra who's very compelling um the construct's going to make a deck save to try to move out of the way with disadvantage because it's so so distracted (laughs) yeah i think you're able to do it so it's able to push this button and the big portal opens up, sure enough. Whoa. And if you're looking in the right direction, the little portal opens up as well. But it's where it opens. So some of you are fairly far away from that. Most of you are fairly far away from that. Lyra and Branch are fairly close to it. So those are back back online. Ta-da! Um, and that's then for Xander and Tiburon. So we're back to XX Bloody Heart somewhere in the core area of this construct. Let's get in there. What do I see? Yeah. So I, as, as it kind of like twists around and specifically tries to move the remote control out of the way, fails to move the remote control out of the way of Tiburon, it like lurches enough that you like see your opportunity and you dive in. Through a quick opening, you have to kind of like wedge it open and get yourself in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's dark in there. There's kind of like cracks of light. You're amidst a lot of kind of like gears and wires, and really, there's not like an XX Bloody Heart sized space in there. So you're pretty like squished and a little bit in danger of being crushed if it kind of bends the wrong way. You're okay for the moment. What are you? Looking around, what are you? What are you looking to do? Uh, you said there's some wires. Is there like a, a core group of wires? Maybe uh, I can head over towards. Um, yeah, not a core group of wires, but like there's definitely wires. You're in them. To you, they're like cables. Yeah, you could just yeah. kind of try slicing one, or you could kind of like climb along one to see if it goes into something that looked more destructible. What do you want to do? You definitely, there's some gears kind of nearby that you have a sense are proportionately very big to you and you could easily be crushed by. Yeah, let's go over there. To the gears? Yeah, we want to get to those gears. Okay, so you're able to climb across some wires and kind of like be near the gears who are kind of cranking along back and forth in a way that you definitely have to avoid. All right. You're operating through like shadows and like, streams of light as it kind of like moves around the yeah. like plates moving off of each other will like momentarily let a stream of light in yeah um and, so and we're seeing like like, like really grinding. finely tuned gears right like moving in finely locking right they seem important to some sort of operation important, inside this like well, belly button. well made not much room for error right 
Like watch, yeah, like probably watch gears. in whatever Excellent. in whatever process that they're operating, it seems pretty necessary. These gears, yeah, but it's not it's not like farming equipment. It's like high grade precision. You know, yeah. I mean, little boop de do two mm-hmm. made this. little tolerances. You assume, yeah, weekly maintenance, it's like yeah. Swiss mm-hmm. very watchmaker. small toler. Exactly. All right, I'm going to reach into my bag and I'm going to pull out the old handy bag of ball yes! bearings. Yes. <laughs> oh no! And I'm just going to start sprinkling them around. Yes. Flower girl walking down, walking down the aisle, and I'm just going to fling them, <laughs> fling them into some gears. These finely tuned gears, and I'm just going to start flinging them all around. Okay. Keep in mind, high tolerances, little tiny ball. Even they're the small, they're still, you know. But the PSI to crush a ball bearing at this at the size. <laughs> it's like you get a grain of sand, and you're in between your teeth. It's like ah, yeah. It's mm, you can still mess it up. All right, so you fling some ball bearings in there. There's definitely some grinding, and these gears that were like really like clearly cranking, doing their thing pretty silently are all of a sudden making a lot of noise and kind of like moving along like they're like they're not quite doing what they're supposed to do. But importantly, you're in like the naval area of this construct mm-hmm. and you're just throwing ball bearings. So they're also raining down <laughs> below you, dropping down into whatever they hit. The, the lower. There. Yeah. The lower legs. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you definitely, from inside the construct, you don't really know what's going on, but you feel some turbulence and some, like, sudden, like, crunching, Like, it's not moving as smoothly as it was. And uh, I think that's your turn. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, construct's turn. How's he doing? Um, so he, uh, let's see. What's what's the construct viewing? Construct probably definitely has a sense that something is inside it. <laughs> Sudden stomach ache. <laughs> Ooh, I know that feel, bro. Just saw Xander and Tiburone hit the remote. Probably kind of knows what's going on there. Sees sexy lady construct minor image, which was temporarily distracting. Probably not holding its attention. What with. <laughs> Uh, an enemy inside of it. Wait, my body is reacting to a robot of the opposite gender. <laughs> Maybe I do have feelings. Gender is a construct. Oh, what are orb. these strange feelings? <laughs> uh, foot is still yeah, on so fire. Seven fire damage from that. Uh, anything else going on? I think that that accounts for everybody. That's everybody's hijinks right at the moment. It's not aware of a cat running around messing with things. All right, so uh, watching this construct, uh, you see it from, from the outside. Those of you that are outside see it start to make the same kind of like stomping motion to try to hit the fire elemental again, presumably, or somebody else down there. And it like lurches dunk, 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 instead of a smooth movement to like bring up its knee. And then it like starts to go down and then doesn't make it all the way. And that knee just like seems to like lock in place. Uh, which throws off its momentum, so the whole thing f- starts to fall over. What does that mean if it falls down? Let's have Xander, Tiburon, and Fire Elemental make dexterity saves. And XX Bloody Heart. This could be very bad for XX Bloody Heart. Inside Do we still have thing. that plus five? 
Okay. Yes. Natural 20. Kitty's fine. 26. 22. Nice. Uh, 15. All right. Tiburon's definitely going to be, and uh, Tiburon's going to be aided by Xander's deft ability to maneuver the mage hand out of the way of this falling thing. Uh, and XX Bloody Heart, what was 16. that? 16. All right. So you have a sense, you have a mixture of feelings in this moment, XX Bloody Heart. Row, row. <laughs> One of which is like, Hey, I think it worked because <laughs> you feel just the momentum like you're in place with everything and you have no like visual reference point for the fact that you're now falling. You just have the like internal sense of like stomach lurching, like when a plane goes up and you're not looking out the window, just like, oh, altitude is changing very rapidly and you're going to take 16 bludgeoning damage hitting against things as this thing falls to the ground. I would say with one of its hands that's still functioning, the uh, construct reaches out towards its like chest and pulls open a panel and a little like uh, thing ejects out of it. And so what you see ejecting out of the construct's uh, chest is a small kind of like flying contraption. It has like two rotors on it and it, it seems to have some sort of like small creature in it small actually proportionate to like the size that a lot of you are right at the moment small like even to us it seems small or small at the same scale we are no small to gravely it is okay. you sized <laughs> currently the thing that is operating this other this little kind of like helicoptery sort of uh contraption that just like shot out of the construct the other hand of the construct that is holding the remote hits a button on the remote and the big portal activates in the middle of the room and a bunch of little tiny like missiles shoot out of the little helicopter thing so everybody make a constitution saving throw with your plus five bonus 14 11 17 18 13 okay so each of you every single one of you are hit by these little missiles that are kind of like seeker missiles they're little tiny (laughs) pinpricks actually pretty big and kind of scary for the small people but they all sort of like zoom right to your location and explode right in front of you and you're momentarily stunned it the one that seeks out xx bloody heart actually probably hits the construct as opposed to xx bloody heart so i don't think you're stunned but you are trapped in this construct still uh and so while all of you are kind of like momentarily stunned this little uh helicopter device uh, zooms into that portal and the portal closes and it disappears and you're only stunned for a turn. So each of you recovers from that fairly quickly. Let's take stock of what we're looking at. This construct is just laying on the ground motionless. Now it has the remote control in its hand. Teleportation circle doesn't have anything currently in it, but just had a portal momentarily on the sides of the car, there is Big Portal and Little Portal, which Tiburon and Xander <laughs> successfully activated. Lyra's minor image is still there. Branch and his fire elemental are still there. Tiburon and Xander are still in a flying hand. Cat's okay. Gravely's okay. Nobody knows where XX Bloody Heart is. <laughs> He's a coat rack. And that's the that's the current situation. Wait, so what was the, sorry? What was the saving? What was the save for getting stunned? Yeah, that was to avoid being stunned. I, I, mean, I mean, what was the number? The threshold? 
20. 20. Oh, okay. So that's everybody. Nobody hit it. So you're all stunned, but only for a turn. It's like a monk stunning strike yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Um, so it just kind of like provided a escape for this thing without any sort of opportunity to stop it. So the so the little thing got away? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but we saw the remote that he used to uh, open the portal, so we could always go after it. There's other buttons on there. And we probably don't need to stay in initiative order, so we're just going from there. You're in kind of the midst of this. I think at this moment, the doors forward in the train where the air elementals and the mages and stuff were, that opens. The door backwards through the train that is showing into the laser room, that opens. Lasers are not currently activated in there. Construct is not moving. Portals are to the right and left of the train car, big one and little ones. And Gravely, again, you hear from Jarek. Uh, hey, Gravely, did something happen just now? It's getting complicated uh, out here. Uh, the, uh, the, the construct has fallen down. A, a tiny little creature flew away <laughs> in a tiny little flying thing through a portal. And all the doors are open. Okay, so yes, something happened. Okay, uh, make your way... Uh, very quickly as possible uh, to the to the back of the train. I'll try to pick you up. I don't know. Uh, it's going to be complicated. Still don't I think have I have an idea. What we're looking for. <laughs> what are we looking for? We're looking for a a, a ring. Uh, I forget. A thing. You really had no sense of what it was. The object that you were oh, after. Boy. You have a sense that you've 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 cruised through this room and um, what was going on in this room seemed pretty important. All right. Uh, I, I'm going to yell out. Um, Everybody go through the little portal. And as they do that, I'm going to try to grab the remote. Okay. I guess. I like it. Are we still tiny? Yeah. You are still tiny, but presumably going through the little portal will send you out the big portal, hopefully. I will I will use whatever, if I can grab the remote, and if I can use whatever movement or action I have to to grab people that I see, and I'll just kind of lightly kind of bowl them through the remote um or through the uh sorry through the portal um tiburone and um so and uh xander and tiburone and xander are able to kind of like fly in there branch and lyra are still relatively close so you're kind of like eyeing like all right they're through they're through they're like go flying through and popping through big on the other side and i think definitely you're still on a where is XX, XX where Heart? are you? Uh, um, XX Buddy Heart, make a dexterity roll to, depending on assuming you want to climb out of the construct or whatever you want to do in there. Let's 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 zoom in to inside the construct where XX Buddy Heart is nursing several bludgeoning wounds from being in it while Did it I get over. the remote? Sorry. Yes. You have the remote? XX Buddy Heart, what do you have to in there? Uh... Just see, it's ball bearings are ra- falling down on top of you <laughs> out of the gears. Uh, I'll I'll delicately pick them all back up and, and find as many as I can. <laughs> no, no, you will not. <laughs> you are not picking up a thousand ball bearings in this oh, moment. <laughs> can I get like five hundred of them? No, oh. you can get five. Right, I'll get five ball bearings and then I'll uh, make my way out of the. And there's, I, I would there's like, like to burst out of the navel. I, I want to move up to the chest cavity and then punch my way out, and then and then emerge from the center of its chest. That's what I'd like to do. Okay. 
Like, like an like an alien. Like Athena bursting from Zeus's head, but the abdomen. Yes. Yeah. All right, from from XX Bloody Heart's point of view, <gasps> this is going <gasps> to be like a massive triumphant emerging bursting out of this thing. And from Gravely's point of view, you go to get the remote and you just hear a little like <laughs> from the chest of this thing. And then like XX Bloody Heart going, "Ow! XX, are you and also, you look down towards the source of the thunk, and you notice the little tiny, like, grain of sand-sized ball bearings kind of, like, rolling out of crevices <laughs> around uh, the core. What? XX, are you yeah. in that thing? Oh, yeah, I'm in here! <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take a little dagger, if we're not in initiative, and just try to cut. Just get it, wedge just it, open. Get it started for me. I'll do the rest. Just, <laughs> just score it. Just score it. <laughs> and rip it open. And then he merged. You're yeah! able to kind of like wedge, wedge open a crack. I'm going to like pick him up by the cloaks and, and um, sort yes! of Mike TV, you know, from Willy Wonka. Just be like, listen, I don't want to have to babysit you. And I, I put him in my no, little I, couch. I did it. No! no, 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 no. Let's go. <laughs> okay, well, you need to walk over and toss him. If you, assuming you want to restore him, oh, you that's gotta right. Walk yeah. Over okay, so I'll, I'll just, I'll just, hole. I'll just toss him through. And you know, I've never been stealthier than when I'm <laughs> six inches tall. I'll just toss him through the. I'll toss him through the portal. Six inches. <laughs> no, keep me small. Keep me small. <laughs> oh. He runs through the. Oh. He runs through the big portal twice and like becomes like extra small. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. No, he doesn't. Oh, come uh, on. Let us break your game. Let us break it. Once everybody, once everybody has been restored to full size, portals closed. Oh, no man. more portals. Um, you do have the remote control, which seems to control uh, several portals in some way. The doors are open, so now all of you regular size are looking forward on the train to the very loud, noisy, double air elemental room with three people in it that are looking back at you. Um, you can actually see through the front window, glancing through there. It looks like there might be some like other ships out around the flying train at some point which is kind of confusing all of them are looking back at you those are the two mages these are three there's three humanoids in there that are very consumed with their jobs it seems like the mages are using a lot of energy to keep the elemental elementals contained but one of them does shoot a firebolt out at you um it kind of like doesn't hit anybody it kind of zooms past all of you but they definitely take a quick shot out at you. Um, so there's that way. And then towards the back of the train where Derek told you to meet him is clear. Zach, can I, can Chris. I, do, can gravely do a investigation just to see like, is there anything else that looks like a safe or a hidden panel? Yeah, or investigation. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I mm -hmm. feel like yeah. we came in here for a reason and I don't know if are there any other sets of dials? Yeah, yeah, something like that. 19. Mm, nice. So if you can take this giant portal thing, that might be useful, but it's giant and things seem to be getting hairy mm. outside. So that's definitely a part of what they're transporting, but not necessarily something you can reasonably extract. Even if you could get it out, it wouldn't necessarily fit on a Crescent Squall yeah. 3. The remote definitely seems 
pretty important and you know if it if not something that would allow someone who understood it to control portals at least something that would give a lot of understanding about these something it definitely seems like the most valuable object you definitely have a sense that with all the kind of like artificery type stuff laying around this car there might be some magical items but there's not a big sense of like oh that's okay that's clearly there's a bunch of buttons on this thing Mm -hmm. how many buttons do you want to take the time to count them? There's uh, eight just, buttons. You know, it, <laughs> one button. There's some like small buttons. <laughs> There's a joystick. <laughs> There's some bigger Jeez. buttons, and none of them are like clearly labeled other than right. the. I'm gonna back roll. Arrow I'd like to roll it. I'd like to face the elemental car as I'm walking back away from the elemental car, and in a moment of panic and <laughs> and ingenuity, I'm gonna randomly press one of the eight buttons to try to do something from this remote, knowing it's very powerful. Uh, I'm going to roll one of my buttons, roll a, a, a D eight and then see what it does. So it's a seven. You kind of like point this thing, push a button at random button. Number seven counterclockwise or however you count those. <laughs> um, it opens a portal out of the ceiling. And from that portal, you actually see Nalfejni's head <laughs> stick through. Look around, Nalfejni the demon from XX Bloody oh. Heart, and kind of like give you a wink and then turn around and like shoot a blast of fire <laughs> into the like front yes. car. <laughs> and so, like, in response to the little firebolt, like, this is a much, much bigger yeah. chaotic blast of fire that goes in there and kind of like points at you and like sticks his head back in and the You're the best. and I'm just um, gonna keep like I'm gonna turn around and run. <laughs> um that definitely creates a lot of of chaos in the front car where they're like harnessing these air elementals. So you feel the train lurch. You hear a lot of noise, kind of like sounds like a tornado and some yelling in there. Not sure what's going on. You're headed out the back of the train. Yep. Um, Mr. Whiskers is full size, right? He, he did follow us. Well, <laughs> well, well, what sec? I mean, I would say not necessarily because nobody went and grabbed <laughs> Mr. Whiskers specifically. He'd be hard to grab, but he is a familiar. Yeah, so a, presumably resummoning so him, just... he wouldn't necessarily be. Yeah, presumably if you resummon him, he would be full size. Although there is some chance that every time Jarek summons from now on, you'd just be a little tiny familiar. But like, that's still somewhat useful. Um, <laughs> could go in little cracks. But you do have a sense of, we'll say, you know, uh, Tiburon, since you asked, you actually like kind of like feel, look, notice down on the ground that little, little uh, Mr. Whiskers is down there and are able to like All scoop right. him up and bring him with you. The, the aura is still in place. You can kind of feel that. Anything besides just heading to yeah, the back Branch of the is going to tell uh, the fire elemental, uh, who will exist for another hour, apparently, uh, <laughs> is going to say, eh, you stay here, and in a minute, go and uh, attack those wizards. And then he's going to run to the back with everyone else. Does it need to be in proximity nope. of you, or is it just <laughs> doing wow. its thing? All right. Fire elemental on guard. Smart move. Everybody else headed to the back. Yep. Mm-hmm. So as you get out there to that back platform, which is like out in open air, very 
loud air swooshing by, you definitely like notice around there are several things out in the air and you notice specifically it looks like they're coming out of a couple of portals that have opened up outside around this area. So there's there's like different creatures coming out. One of them, one of them has these kind of like flying rays that seem to have people like riding them. One of them has more kind of like airship kind of standard things. So there seems to be some sort of like alarm that's been triggered. And so an almost like flying army is being summoned uh, around the train. Also, you're feeling a lot of lurching on the train and it seems to be like noticeably slowing down. And probably losing a little bit of altitude <laughs> um, as, as the front cab was lit on fire, maybe twice through. Mm-hmm. By the time you're in the back of the train, you're getting a little bit close to when a fire elemental will be diving in there. If one of the air elementals got loose, you don't have the sense that they were there on their own free will. So that would probably create a lot of chaos, too. But uh, there's a lot going on, kind of a sense of like, oh, no, what could we possibly do with this? But you hear from Jarek again in communication with Gravely. You hear from Jarek. All right. So hang on. I got uh, an idea. Just hold on to something. Uh, I can only I can only do this once. Everyone hold on. So. What happens? Uh, uh, Lyra, Xander, I don't want to assume anything, but I'm assuming that you would like to come with us. That'd be very nice. And Thank you. Yes, please. Okay, yes. Uh, Jarek, we have uh, two other uh, passengers that are going to be joining us. Okay, I just uh, let me focus for a second. <laughs> so what happens? A churning storm cloud forms centered on a point near you, not quite on the train. Well, probably on the train. Lightning flashes in the area, thunder booms, and strong winds roar. Is this you? It does not seem like a helpful thing that's happening. (laughs) I'm focusing here. Hang on. (laughs) So uh, for about six seconds, just that happens. And then acidic rain falls from the cloud and hits a lot of these creatures that are out in the air starts burning them definitely the kind of like flying ray creatures are annoyed from that and you see them kind of like lurch all around and you see a few people fall off of those people that are being hit by that are definitely taking you're kind of like covered in the awning of the train so they're not specifically hitting you after that uh bolts of lightning from clouds start to strike down on some of the flying ships and hit them and attack them and short circuit them about six seconds after that hailstones start to rain down from clouds and clear out some other flying creatures followed by just general kind of like melee gusts of rain and storms and things like that you're watching all of this like insanity happen clearing out the airships and then kind of like a trail opens up and the Crescent Squall 3 comes zooming up out of the clouds and pulls right up to you because what Jarek has done is he used the one-time use spell that he got from our Battle Royale Mm. that he was granted a ninth level casting of Storm of Vengeance to clear the way. And the Crescent Squall with this storm all around managing this kind of like reactionary army the crescent squall pulls up and he's flying the turtle's there the <laughs> bird is there it's like get on get on quick this can't go that much longer <laughs> quick who are these what whatever come on let's go oh, this, this is Lyra and xander um th- they're old friends well one of them is an old friend 
Barry plays great. And he pulls out. I know how to do this. This is fine. Pulls off of the platform with the Crescent Squall 3. It lifts away with all of you aboard. You have the remote control and it zooms off into the clouds, safe and free. Well done, everyone. You've survived the train heist. Right. Is the train going down? Like, like is it continuing to, to... Like, is it going down seemingly to crash? I would say, looking back on it, as you're kind of like pulling away in the Crescent oh, Squall it's, it's 3... It's headed right for that population center. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're not really able to, like, keep an eye on it, because you've got to, like, get clear of this storm and everything, but you can definitely, like, glance back and see... It's definitely not moving as it should be. You got to watch it like zoom through the clouds as you were approaching and it was moving very smoothly in one direction. It's definitely going a lot slower. There's definitely some smoke coming out and it does kind of look like it's losing altitude and you're able to kind of like glance at the front car and see like fire through the window and like a window blows out and it looks like... (laughs) Air is blasting out of there, so it does not seem to be in good condition. You don't know for sure if it would go down or not. Oops. I'd like to believe that it will. <laughs> Did we do that? Well, that's a good point. Is it? Is it? Are we clear of any like known? Like, do we know if this is above a civilization or something like that? Cut to the orphanage. Look! Look! A flying! Uh, are we over mountains or, or desert? Definitely not over a population center. In glances, it's been fairly cloudy, but in glances where you can see the ground, it looks like okay. Fields, yeah. mm. like like a bouncy fields, couch. trees, like, like it's gonna fall on something yeah, that's not gonna appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just okay. Bakersfield. Don't even worry about, <laughs> worry about Bakersfield. It's, it's, it's that stinky cow Doing farm, favor, though, like halfway up the five. Duh. Disgusting. Duh. Okay. If there's anything anybody wants to do on a on a suddenly quiet ride uh, back to respite, ooh. we can also take some role well, play moment. Um, uh, uh, Lyra, it's it's nice to see you again. I mean, I, I mean, we're going to be coming back to um, we're going to be going back to a headquarters of of sorts. Um, I, I don't know if you want to be dropped off. I, I mean, are you are you um, trying to keep low profile? I mean, I'm sure that 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 knights uh knights of the realm headquarters you, you could, i'm sure that you could we could introduce you maybe put in a good word if you're interested hmm i i do have to say that my manservant xander and i are between houses and occupations right now uh we had heard that there was a king's ransom on the train which oh, is why we were here sorry about but that. uh seeing as that wasn't the case we are sorely lacking some funds at the mm. moment you know, I mean, being a knight, it, it does come with some uh, monetary benefits. I mean, we occasionally get to go on jobs where we can keep some of the money. Ooh, I like money. That sounds all right. Uh, gravely, uh, hold on a second. On I, think I, I think I know this. Uh, in every generation, there is a there is a slayer. No, that's not it. Um, uh, every every time you wake, oh, I I forgot. I'm terrible about memorization. Uh, maybe we can get you back to headquarters, and we'll we'll go over like your resume. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Have a few drinks. I'll put in a good chat word with with Sora. You know Sora. Yes, yeah, love well, her. Yeah, so I mean, you know the person that's in charge. I mean. It, I'm sure it's only a matter of time. 
Question, are knights allowed to steal? 